0: Hey, what's going on champs? I'm Aaron Deliosa. Welcome to An Immigrant's Life podcast. My podcast is about immigrants, immigration, and everything in between. Here we are again, my beautiful listeners. Thank you for joining me once again for another episode of An Immigrant's Life. Another week, another amazing story from an amazing immigrant. But more about that later. First, I'd like to say that if you or someone you know would like to share their immigrant story, personal or secondhand, you can hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at immigrants life. Or if you're one of those unicorns that don't have social media, you can also contact me through email at animmigrant's life at yahoo.com. Second, if you haven't, please go ahead and subscribe, follow and share the podcast. And also please leave a review. It won't take Longer than a minute, and you will help out the podcast so much. Now, let's talk about the episode. I'd like to think that I'm a tough dude, but not compared to today's guest. As a father of young children, he and his wife decided to move to a different country and restart their lives. That's pretty badass if you ask me. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. I'm very happy and excited to have today's guest. After all, he's as cool as Carlos Santana and as handsome as Enrique Iglesias. Straight from the City of Palaces, everyone, please welcome Carlos Gonzalez.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you, there. Hey, coach, how are you doing? I'm uh, doing very good. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation today. Oh,
0: thank you for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, uh, my name is uh, Carlos Gonzalez. I'm Mexican. I came from Mexico City. I'm a father of three and I've been living in Canada for almost three years now, May 2018.
0: Wow. Fresh off the boat, as they say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned you're from Mexico City. Were you born and raised in Mexico?
1: Um, yes, actually, yes. I was born in, in Mexico city, mm-hmm. but I was raised actually when, when people who maybe don't know Mexico city, I would say Mexico city, but in in reality, I, I used to live where I was raised in the metropolitan area for Mexico, which is just maybe 15, 20 kilometers from the, let's say from downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. The, the, yeah, that, that's what I—that's what I was raised. The name—it's uh, it's a muni- muni- municipality called Tlalnepantla. Mm. People who may know the area, so.
0: Okay, Panepatla, Can you say that again?
1: Tlalnepantla. That's where I used to live. But actually, now that I'm saying that, I was actually raised. With, I mean, my, my parents used to used to live in a different area, mm. a little bit farther from from downtown in Mexico City. It's Cuautitlan. I would say, uh, I would say, actually, I am from Cuauhtitlan, Mexico. So yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. So you were, so you were born and raised there. Yeah. And how is your life in Mexico compared to average Mexicans?
1: Uh, well, I, I would say, I I was having a pretty good life. I would say I was really blessed uh, to have a good job. Uh, I well, I finished my my studies. I studied in the university, of Mexico. Mm. I studied for I mean, to be as an electronics and telecom engineer. Mm. Um, I came to to Canada when I was doing my MBA. Mm. So I was I was doing a, a good life. I would say, compared with uh, with the, I mean, with the rest of the with the rest of the people, I would say it was it was
0: good. So you were middle class or higher, higher middle class?
1: Uh, no, I would say middle class. Uh, the thing is that the, the, the middle class in in Mexico it's um, I don't know. It, it's hard to say because honestly, there's a lot of. I would say that the middle class in Mexico is like the biggest part of the population there. So uh, I still, uh, I mean, I, I I feel part of that middle class, even though I was I was having a good life, I would
0: say. yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So when I, when I did this, uh, when I found out that you're going to come on, I did my research on Google, you know, yeah. and I read that Mexico City, despite all the news saying, oh, don't go to Mexico, you're going to die, the <laughs> cartel. And I was reading that apparently Mexico City is one of the most safest city in the world
1: really how, That's, come? I, how come where did you get that
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey i saw it on google oh so don't shoot me okay <laughs> but they, apparently safe you know it, there are parts that are rough but uh-huh. compared to other cities it's actually not so bad so obviously it's not that true can you tell us about that
1: yeah well i would say honestly now that you're that now that you're saying that honestly in my 35, well, I've been there for 30, almost 35 years, I would say. In those 35 years, I've never got like, I don't know, robbed or, well, maybe once at home, people came, we were not there. That was a good thing. So we weren't there. So they came, just break into our house. They took some things from, from there. But other than that, I mean, there's a lot of people getting robbed in, I don't know, in the public transportation they will take your card. They will—I don't know—really, <laughs> really bad stuff, you know. But so, I never, I never experienced like really, really bad things in being there. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, honestly, that was one of the reasons why we we decided to come here because we didn't feel we didn't feel, feel like secure there. We didn't feel that well. At least me as the as the I don't know the the responsible for my family. I was feeling like, you know what? I cannot, I cannot be in here. I cannot uh, like I cannot stay here when I feel like I don't know what's gonna happen with my daughters, with my son, with my wife driving in outside. Um that was I would say that was the main reason why we, we decided to come here, because mm-hmm. we didn't feel like secure in in the city. So that's why I started looking for move and to find somewhere else to to Mm. be and to raise our kids
0: of course of course you know being a father that's that's all we want safety of our kids and their you know their future right so as we as a lot of people know mexico is like right there with the u.s where you guys are like neighbors you know and it's it's weird that it's not weird, but like it's so rare for Mexicans to come to Canada compared to going to the states. Why did you choose Canada over states?
1: Well, um, uh, I think well, one of the well, maybe two reasons. One, the first one would be at the time when we start thinking about going somewhere uh, with my with my wife. Uh, that's when uh, the whole thing with uh, this Donald Trump started <laughs> when he was like saying, we don't want Mexicans here. Let's build the wall and things like that. So we were thinking maybe it's not a good time right now to be <laughs> in the States, right? So that was the first one. So the second one was because I think, uh, and honestly, I didn't go in a like a deep, deep research for the migration processes in the States, but I would say that definitely the opportunity that, that provides Canada as a country for people to come here and to migrate. That's, it, that, I mean, that's that was that make the difference, right? That's why mm-hmm. we decided to come to Canada because there were there were programs, especially for Mexicans, for people that with different specifics or different. um uh, I don't know, based on your age, based on your situation, your family situation, based on. Uh, the language that you can speak, things like that. You have different chances to come here. So, when we start like our research, uh, that's that's what we found, and we say maybe that's that's the option. We we can go there. We we, we will be able to fulfill to comply with these prerequisites that that Canada re- requires from people to, to who wants to come here. So, that's why we decided to come to to Canada mm-hmm. instead of the states. Right. Wow.
0: That's that's awesome man. Mm-hmm. And um so you t- t- told me that you guys researched. T- can you tell us a little bit of the
1: about the process of moving to Canada? Well, yeah, actually that we were very very fortunate, you know, when because when we start thinking, uh, I remember we started with the idea around I would say 2013, 14 maybe. And at that time, my wife talking in a, in a breakfast with uh, with a friend and I would say a friend because it, it's, a, it's a lady with uh, it's a, it's a lady 90 years old but <laughs> she said yeah yeah she said hey you know you, you're trying you're thinking in moving to Canada my son is there so why don't you why don't you talk to him maybe I can introduce you you can have a conversation and maybe he can give you like an idea how how can you do to to be there to to move there and yeah, we we have the this call with uh, with this friend, and he decided to. Hey, should, but he said he was telling about the. I mean, his story. How did he manage to move with his family and everything? But at the end, at the end, let's like, say the final recommendation from him was to you know what, the the guy who who helped me to I mean to to do all the process to come here. It's it's a consultant, an immigration consultant. So mm. that's the, like the the, the most important thing that you, you can do, you can get in contact with this guy. He's a professional. I mean, I can tell you the whole story, what I did. But the thing is that when you're coming to Canada, there's a lot of like different options that you may have depending on your specific situation. And I'm talking about the specific situation is your, again, your age, uh, uh, if you're married, if you're single, if you speak French, if you speak English, if you have children, if mm. you uh, have savings, if you if you don't, right? Mm-hmm. All those are different um, that will give you different options okay. Come here. So, but at the end, what happened is that this guy, this guy provided us the, the, the contact information for the consultant. And basically the consultant, what he did is just based on an interview and different information that he collect from us. He said, these are the two options that you have. You can come as an international student, or you can apply for the, what is it the, the name for the other program? Uh, let's say, skilled worker right okay so at the end we have just two options because the other thing is when we start our research in in the internet you go to canada.ca and you find like like a sea of options right there's a (laughs) lot of you can come to montreal sorry you can come to quebec you can go to saskatchewan you can go and there's a lot of different options to go to each each province in canada right so the good thing is that this guy after doing i mean he's a professional just knowing the information he said these are the really really two options that you have mm-hmm. and that's that's uh, basically how, how that's how, how we decide to uh, how to come so you came as Canada. a skilled
0: worker right
1: no no actually oh. that was my that was my first that was my my first option at the mm-hmm. beginning because as a skilled worker the well at least at that time for me the most important thing was that i was supposed to come here uh, already having a job right mm-hmm. that that was like the final like the cherry in the cake you find a job you're there you'll receive the invitation from canada you i mean you you'll have to prepare your, like your whole profile mm-hmm. and at the end the last thing that you need is just to find a job there as soon as you receive a like a job offer that's all you need next two weeks you will receive the invitation and you will start the process for your per- permanent residency and i don't know two or three months then you're you're there mm. so that was our first that was our first option but the thing was what i what i didn't know at that time is as soon as he said the consultant said oh you know what everything is ready your profile it's it's perfect you're you're ready now the next step is you will have to go there and find a job okay perfect so i feel like it's easy, right? I will find something very, very quickly. So I start looking for a job here. And what I found is that after, and I'm telling you, after six months sending resumes, sending emails, se- trying even calling, I never, ever, ever receive an answer. Not, a, <laughs> not one, not a message, not an email, not even a comment in LinkedIn <laughs> or whatever. Not one, I'm telling you, not one even comment. So after those six months, I was saying my wife, you know what, this is not gonna work. I mean, this is not, if you if you really want to, to go there or to move to, to Canada, it, this is not gonna work. So, <laughs> so after six months, we decided to change for the second option. And mm-hmm. uh, at the end, we came here as, uh, my wife is an international student
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, she enters into a interior decoration program. And the thing is, I mean, part of that problem is when you came as an international student, one of the benefits from that program is that your partner, your, your spouse will get like an open work permit. That That's the one that I that I receive. And that's why I get got the opportunity to come here without a job. But I have the opportunity to come here and start looking for something right here. Being being already oh, in Montreal, wow. or Canada.
0: Yeah. I didn't even know that, to be honest. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a good information for the people <laughs> that are listening and thinking of moving to Canada, I guess. Yeah. Um so yeah you mentioned your wife and I know you have three kids, correct? Yeah, three kids now and yeah. can you talk about how difficult it was to move to Canada with three kids three young kids to be specific oh,
1: man yeah they when they when they came here they were my oldest daughter she was 11 yeah 11 years yeah 11 years old. Hmm. I have a son. in in the middle, who was nine years old, and the youngest was another daughter, uh, six years old. So Hmm. uh, honestly, I think, I think, and maybe that was the other big reason why we, we tried to like, try to expedite the whole process because we want them to come young, right? We want them to come when we still were children, we still, I mean, just before the 11, 10 years old, I think that my older daughter was in the, in the limit, right to feel comfortable uh, to feel like he she was not like leaving all his life behind right yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> when she is still feel like she can come here and is, and just to continue right mm-hmm. just to find new things and to continue. Um, I remember <laughs> I remember once my son once told me you know that after maybe the first year I think was at the beginning of the second school year. He told me, you know, you know what that, you know what is my most stressful. What was the most stressful day of my life? I mean, we're talking about ten years old, right? (laughs) And I was like, what is it? What is it? The first day of school in Canada. So that Mm. was definitely my worst day ever. So, (laughs) but the good thing, I mean, the good thing is that they 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 managed to. To find friends they managed to start learning the language because back I mean back in mexico they they used to attend a bilingual school so they they didn't came like zero well actually they came zero French hmm. but i would say maybe 50 60 percent of English so they can make at least can i go to the bathroom or yeah. uh, my name is whatever or <laughs> that they, they can understand like really really basic they, they can have really basic communication when they came here so that definitely was was really important for them for them to start making friends, to uh, at least being able to understand the at the beginning the teachers and everything. So so yeah, I think I think if if you ask me, that would be the best the best option to. I mean, if you 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 have kids, I would say that was the perfect age for them to uh, not lose the the language because we we, we speak Spanish. So. Uh, my, my old, my youngest daughter, she can, I, I mean, she, she can perfectly communicate in Spanish, which was for me, was important. Mm. And, and they, they will manage to learn new languages at the same time. Right.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's one. you know what, that's one thing I'm like, I'm proud of. Well, not proud, but like, I don't know what the word to say, but like when I see like Spanish people, they still teach their kids Spanish, you know, I'm Filipino and I speak Tagalog or Filipino, Mm -hmm. but my wife is not. So it was hard for me to teach them my language because we don't speak my language in my house. We speak English. So, But I made my kids, you know, we're very close with the family, like Mexicans are, but they still didn't pick up the language. So that kind of like it's one of those kind of it didn't it doesn't piss me off but kind of disappointed that they don't speak the language. But th- that's good for you guys that, that you still continue to teach them Spanish because that's very important to for them to learn English, Spanish and French, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the be- <laughs> the other main reasons for us to move while they were young is because we want them to for them to learn a new language, but not paying the price to lose their first language, right? I mean, hmm. you you want them to be trilingual or bilingual, but not losing like their mother tongue language. So that, that was very, very important for us. So that, that's why we always speak Spanish here at home. Uh, and I, I was thinking the other day, I am the only source for them, for, for I mean, for them to learn the language. Because at, home, at school, they don't have anyone, there's no one on their schools that can speak Spanish. so. Myself and my wife, we are the only source for them to to keep the, the language and to to continue learning. And mm-hmm. I and I can see it when when I when I uh, heard my youngest daughter like using words that I that I mean young people nor will not normally use and i oh man that that, she she learned that that one from me so (laughs) so i need to (laughs) i need to to teach her i mean to 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 be cautious and to teach her like good uh good words and good language right what do you mean Uh, like swear not 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 bad words no no i i don't honestly I, i don't i don't use bad words i tried not to use them but uh it's just i don't know words uh again that like how can I say I mean it's not how can I say it's just a slang I would say Mm. slang Spanish slang okay okay words that they they don't use to learn they, they, they don't used to know when before they came here so yeah. that, that's what i'm saying they start using my like my whole <laughs> repertory my whole slang so that's why <laughs>
0: that, that's funny because you know someday they'll you know they'll meet up people that are spanish as well or maybe they'll come back to visit mexico uh-huh. and they start speaking like you <laughs> and they're like whoa take it easy young girl
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> that,
0: that's funny, man.
1: So yeah. let's take
0: it with your with your kids a little bit. Where did they get homesick? I know they were young, but did they get homesick?
1: Uh they uh I think they they I don't wanna sound like uh, I don't care, but I, I, I know that they sometimes they come to me and they say some things like, oh, you know that I miss my friends oh, uh, how, how I would like to be in the same school where I used to go so but at the end you can i mean you know your children right you can see them that they are not really like feeling pain right they are not really suffering they maybe <laughs> just i i feel like they you're saying just for me to to may i mean uh for me to feel like oh yeah you, you you're fine, you're having you're having new friends here so you're happy you have to realize that you're you're doing a good life here right um the other thing is that for example my son he 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 still have uh communication with with his friends Hmm. now with the technology i mean they he he's right now a lot into the pc games the xbox game and you know Yeah, they. they wow. I, mean, I think right now he's playing with his friends from Mexico. <laughs> so he he play with them like every week. Uh, I don't know. He, he is still communicating with them. And my my youngest daughter the same. No, no, sorry. My oldest daughter the same. Mm-hmm. And the youngest sometimes just sometimes when I don't know. For example, the the my my, my wife's friends maybe sometimes talk to her. Hey, and my my youngest daughter came. Hey, is uh, whatever my my friend is there? Can I talk yeah. to her? Yeah, yeah. And they, oh, I awesome. mean, they start talking, and I mean, they are not losing their their friends back in Mexico. That's that's like, that's a good thing. I feel happy for them for about that because that's amazing. It's not like we just bring them and forget about your past, right? Forget about your friends. Forget mm-hmm. about everything. It's mm-hmm. this is this is all you have now. But they're still keeping those those friends. I mean, after three years. Still communicating, and they feel like they are close. I mean, they are still like, oh, you know that what happened with this friend, and this friend is like really really tall now, and <laughs> his friend is start having girlfriends, and <laughs> it's like, oh, it's good, it's good that's for them. Great, to still man. communicate with them, yeah.
0: Wow, well, that's I, I I like that that they still, even though they're young when they left, they still continue, you know, having that connection. Um, I just want to pivot a little bit. When you guys arrived here, obviously different country, different culture, how did you find life in Canada?
1: Uh, I think one, uh, well, for us, you know, our particular, I mean, our particular case, familiar case, I would say. When we came here we are we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints usually we 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 just call Mormons right mm-hmm. so one of the i would say biggest advantages that we have when we came here is that we were part of our church right mm-hmm. so i'm saying the next week after arriving in Canada we went there we started attending church and there were like i don't know 15, 20 families that they came to us and they say, "Welcome, welcome. What's wow. your name? How do you feel? Where are you living? Hey, you're invited next week to go whatever or come to our home." And you know, I would how did say, you find the church? Uh, well, just looking in the in, in the internet. Okay. The, the, the church has a website and you can go there and search for. I mean, where can you meet in whatever in the world you are? Mm. So we just went to internet. And actually, before we came here, we, we, we kind of have an idea where we're thinking to, to I mean, to find a, a house. So based on that, we, we, we went to the Internet and say, oh, maybe this is the location where we are going to be attending. So that was, I mean, for us, that was a big, big, I would say that made a total difference for us. So uh, we felt like welcome. Uh, we start having friends. We start visiting people. Um, and so that, that was, that was one very important for us. The other thing is that we started getting involved with the, I don't know, with the community, right? One of the things that I, and that's maybe that's where, where we met. It's, uh, uh, I went to my, my son, he, he loves basketball. So, uh, he, when, as soon as we arrived to, to Montreal, he said, Hey, dad, I want to continue. He was. Playing basketball back in Mexico, like for three or four years, so he wanted to continue here. So we were looking for a team where he can he can join. He can continue uh, playing basketball. And one thing that I found out is that here you have an opportunity to volunteer right, as a coach. So when we went there and I saw the teams, I, I saw the you know the 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 environment with dads and coaches and the and the children. So uh, my wife was like. You should go there. You should go there. <laughs> volunteer for to be a coach. And honestly, I wasn't feel like like really sure about I mean never been a coach, definitely. I love basketball for sure, but I never been a coach. So so I was like, I was I, I remember the first week she we were we went we we were there, she told me, Hey, you should go there. I <laughs> that they, they are they are requiring volunteers for coaching. Just pushing no, you. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want I don't want to be here like the whole time. So I don't want, I mean, I, I've been, I love being with my son. I love watching him playing. So, but at the end of like for the second or third week, uh, my wife was still pushing and pushing and pushing. So, okay, okay. I'll go there and I will volunteer. But definitely that was, that was really, really good experience for me. I was, I was perfect.
0: That was, yeah, it was perfect. And that's how we met. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know, for the listeners, Coach Carlos, well, I coach, I still call him coach. <laughs> I was the coach and he came in as they say assistant coach but for me it didn't matter it's just a name it, for me we're both coaches and like we we're talking about about it offline and I was saying to him that you know it was really a it was a pleasure to work with him I knew he was uncomfortable <laughs> and I knew he was new here in Canada <laughs> and I said, you know what, dude? This is your time. This is this is your perfect. I, I think I said this to you. Correct me if I'm wrong. That this is the perfect perfect time for you to practice your English and to learn the life here. Because this these are kids. They don't care. Yeah, they won't they make care, fun of yeah. you. They won't judge you. <laughs> You're an adult. You say something. You tell them jump ten <laughs> times. They'll jump ten times. <laughs>
1: yeah you're right but yeah that that was really
0: that was really a pleasurable experience thank you for that oh yeah so based on your story i would say you adjusted well to the canadian lifestyle
1: i would say yes i I think we we choose the right time when i say the right time uh, i i mean we came to canada around may mid may so i think for us that was I mean, without honestly thinking a lot, the the time or the specific month that we will be here, I think. uh, I mean, after being here for almost three years, like I said, that was the perfect time. It's just the end of the. It's just the end of the winter. Start the beautiful spring here in Canada, which is, I would say, is maybe my favorite. Uh, my favorite season of the year here. Spring. Yeah, the spring. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hot like the summer. It's not that cold as the, the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see, I mean, all the nature. You know, one of the most beautiful things of Canada that I really appreciate is just the nature, that you can go a uh, good hike, the mountains. The, it's beautiful. So in, in the spring, you, you can see like all the trees getting green and a lot of flowers everywhere. So you can go take a good hike. Close to to Montreal, there's a lot of uh, sites where you can go there and enjoy the the, the beautiful nature that we have here. So uh, that was perfect because that that allows us to have perfect summer in in Canada. Because bef- while I was waiting for my while I was waiting for my um, uh, work permit because it didn't came like the, the first day when I when we arrived, but while I, while I was waiting for it for it, we decided just to take some two months of vacations. <laughs> I cannot do, I cannot, I mean, I cannot search for a job right now, so let's enjoy, uh, we are here, this is new, we, we start looking for a house, we start, uh, I don't know, you know, all the preparation for the new house, uh, furniture, everything, so taking vacations, enjoy the city, we try to go to cities close to Montreal, Ottawa, Quebec, Mont-Tremblant, and uh, really? just to know the area. Did you have a car? And, like- how do you well actually that was that's a good story because we got these we got the car maybe the second week? Yeah, the second week. You the bought second a car, week, we, second week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we we're right. We, but the thing is that I mean you can you can tell yeah, it's really really hard to move in the city with three children, right? In the in the public transportation. And the first two weeks, and that's why maybe that's that's why we ended up getting the car that soon because we our first, let's say our first task after arriving in Canada was that we had, we need to find a, we need to find a place where we were going to stay, right? So the first, the first day we stayed in an Airbnb that we got from, from Mexico and we got that Airbnb for 15 years, two weeks. And the, let's say the mission for so me and my wife days, was right? 15 days, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Was two weeks. And the mission for me and my wife was we will find the house within those 15 years we cannot afford to continue in the airbnb or a hotel or whatever we must find a i mean where we are going to live within those 15 days so after the first week moving around the city in in the public transportation looking for a house i mean knowing the area bringing with us the three children for the whole city Man, I, I I have pictures of my, my, my three children just sleeping oh, in the in the buses, like poor bubbles. like all tired, all tired after walking and walking and walking and honestly walking and walking like the whole two, two weeks just trying to find where we are oh, gonna live. So after the second week, I was telling my wife, you know what, the, the the second mission for us is we need to go there and get a car. I mean, we're not looking for luxury or anything, we just need something that will help us to move around and bring the children whatever and and that's why that's why we ended up getting the the car very very soon
0: wow so you got a car before the apartment
1: yeah actually (laughs) yes (laughs) actually yes i have pictures the first the first i mean when i when i got the car in front of the of the embryo airbnb so yeah that's what i know that we got the car like the first week and just to find i mean just to continue our search for to get it the home that now I understand that that mission to get a where to live within two weeks like was almost impossible mission, right? Mm. Because we we know well now we know that there's a moving day here in Canada, which is you <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, is is first June first, right? Yeah, uh, July usually. Oh, July, yeah, 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 first yeah. July. And for that, I mean, during May, there's nothing that you can find like available. It's really really hard to to find something. So for us to to having found this place where actually where we live, we're still living right now, within those two weeks was a miracle. Right? Was yeah. really 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 hard and praise really God. for and us. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah.
0: Now you found an apartment, and now you have to start filling in the apartment with appliances. Yeah. How did you start that process? Well, did you start buying stuff from stores?
1: Uh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, some of our I mean some of our friends in here they said hey you can there's there's different places but you can like start looking for for things depending on your on uh, your budget or how much do you you're planning to spend there are different options you know there is this place uh, Village de Valor. Mm-hmm. I, they, they call him French This is sorry for my bad French here but <laughs> hey, you have better French ah. than I am but <laughs> well, the, there is this place where, where you can find like used use stuff right it's very in good shape and you can go there and find I don't know uh, it's a great store to be honest
0: yeah a lot of people yeah a lot of people are like oh it's secondhand, dude it's good second hand yeah yeah definitely you know? <laughs> imagine a friend giving you something yeah and it's a good <laughs> I don't know, it's a good table. Yeah. Wouldn't you take
1: the table? Yeah. That's it's right. the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So, so you start filling it up quickly with yeah, your I mean, stuff. that's that's one that was one of the other options. The other option it's always IKEA, right? That's I think the most the most popular. <laughs> I would say the most popular option when you're arriving to Canada. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we need to I, start getting the I don't know, the bunk beds, the uh i don't know chairs for the for the, the, de- the dinner room the couch at least the <laughs> tv and i think that was all, all our furniture at the beginning right that was it so that's at the beginning that i don't think we need more than that so yeah after we can start like getting stuff or where to put the clothes and everything but uh at the beginning of that, that was all right
0: yeah that's pretty much what you need the essentials you know when you came here did you find it hard to find a job
1: yeah yeah it was it was hard but again i think we were really really blessed again with 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 me finding a job uh the thing is that when we arrived as i said we arrived in may right so right may 2018 uh the first day after we arrived i went to this uh service canada which is the government offices and just for me to apply to get my open work permit right so i i finished up the uh, i mean all the paperwork in that day and they said okay you just have to go back and wait for for the for the permit it will come like within two months so uh i decided not to start looking for for a job within those two months i said maybe getting closer to the date what i what i what i was thinking i would receive the the work permit. i will start like intensive search right for for to find a job so i start looking uh maybe i would say uh around july july august i received my work permit at the beginning of i, I remember because i was close to my birthday I, I from from early august so i received the work permit uh around those days and and i the job the work that i that i was doing in mexico back in mexico was i was working as a project manager i was working as a project manager for maybe 10 years before coming 10 12 years and when i came i w- i came with the expectation well maybe i i should find something as a project <laughs> manager I, you know what? i am the, the certified i have the experience i have everything so why not right so <laughs> I started looking for for a project manager position at the beginning. so I I was it was good because i I was I was getting like good feedback from from, from those applications I mean I was receiving calls I was get I was getting interviews I was uh, I mean hitting good good companies here in, in in Montreal or here in Canada but the thing that I after let's say I would say maybe after the first month, Yeah, maybe after the first month month I start I start saying, you know what? The French is gonna be an issue. Because (laughs) I I I didn't speak any French before before we I mean when I when I arrived to to Montreal, not a word. I remember the 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 last day we were in Mexico with, with some friends. There was one guy who actually speaks French, and he asked me, "Hey, you know the, the numbers? You know the letters? You know bonjour? You know?" No, I didn't know a word. <laughs> not one not to three, even. Not even one to three in French. So, so after the first month, I started looking for for this job uh, and getting rejected because the first question I I, I started getting called like, uh, "Hello, hello, I'm going to talk with uh, Carlos González." Yeah, this is Carlos. Okay, do you speak French? Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. It, this was for a job, but uh, sorry for that. We need to, for you to speak French. Okay. Next call. And I, that was the start, like being the, the situation, right? Mm-hmm. So the second, around the, the second month, I, I was telling my wife, you know what? I need to, I need to start thinking on, on the, on, I mean, I need to, I need to learn French. I, it, look, I, it looked like I, I, I was not going to get a job, getting a job without, without speaking French. So after the second month, uh, I start, I, I would say, uh, how can you say, I start, open my mind to different options other than being a project manager here, right? Mm. So it was fun because that, that, was, that was a funny story because the way I found a job was from a Facebook group. Mm, okay. I, I, you know, when we came here. Uh, i joined all the groups i'm <laughs> all the facebook groups possible Mexica, mexicanos in, in canada uh latinos in canada uh i don't know all those groups all those facebook groups so i, I started looking for i don't know, connections friends here right so uh one of those groups mexicanos in canada right there was one one guy there was one post one one of those Days I, I remember early September. Please, if you're looking for something, this is a perfect company. Beautiful culture. the the most perfect company. Man, I got like really into the post. Like, man, this is the perfect job, right? It <laughs> wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like like as a project manager that I uh, what I was looking for. It was for a uh, tech support. Mm. It was with uh, a company it's a, it's a software development developer company. And the position was uh, for a tech support at that time. So I feel like, you know what, I need to, and that was my first position other than project manager that I that I decided to apply. Mm. And I went to the guy, I contacted him in, I mean, in messenger, I, hey, you know what, I I look for, I mean, I, I saw your, your post in Facebook and I'm interested in that position. So I just want to know how, what, what do I have to do? Okay, so just send me your resume. He look at my resume, then he replied, "Yeah, it looks it looks good. I will I will uh, send your resume internally. You will have to apply. I start the process, and I ended up landing that that position." Wait, is this guy works for the company? Yeah, yeah, he used to work. I mean, actually, he still to work for the company. Okay, okay. The the thing is that. Uh, I thought it was
0: just a random guy posting shit. No, on no, no, internet.
1: no, he, no, no, I mean, he was talking about the company. He's, mm. he, he's the best company in the world. The culture, the possibilities, everything. So that's why I apply. Yeah, and how's that? How's I? That's how I ended up having or finding my first job here in Canada as a tech support for for this company.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you're so awesome that you you take the, you take it you take the story.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe just to to end it up with the story I I started working as a tech I mean tech support for this company for maybe almost well from October 2018 until July 2020 this year what I what I got the new position. As a project manager, finally. Hey, let's <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was, I was, uh, honestly, it, this company, it's it's a perfect place for me. It, they, they really have like that good culture that, that this guy described on that Facebook post. They but have, this guy's
0: so, gone from the company now?
1: <laughs> no, 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 he's still there, he's still there. Oh, okay, he's good okay. friend, actually. <laughs> oh, you know what, one what, 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 uh, fun story about this guy. When I when I was going through the interviews, because I got this post from Mexican Mexicanos in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. So I was in this interview, so the, the lady who was in, in the interview asked me, Hey, how do you how do you learn about this position? Oh, I have a Mexican friend who talked <laughs> to me, who talked to me <laughs> about this position and this company. And she was like looking at me like, Oh, really? Mexican, Mexican friend yeah 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 it's a Mexican friend we used to whatever right and and she was like oh I didn't know that uh, this guy is Mexican I thought he he was Colombian (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) man I thought that I was I would that was all I thought that I was there I was losing my my opportunity that I I didn't want them to feel like I was trying to trying to cheat or to lie them right but at the end this guy wasn't mexican he, what he was doing in a mexican uh, mexicanos in in montreal uh, he's helping you out god sent him to you yeah man, definitely definitely yeah but th- that was a funny story later when i actually met the guy i was you know it's that true that you're not mexican no 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 I'm Colombian. So, oh man <laughs> you're yeah. not
0: good enough you're not yeah. Mexican.
1: <laughs> 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 no but yeah it, it was fun sorry but They're that's bad. that's a good story man thanks yeah. for sharing that
0: yeah and i would like to talk about this because you touched on this lightly earlier that you mentioned that you're a mormon
1: yeah
0: and i'm not gonna lie i only knew about mormonism in mexico because of Mitt romney oh really
1: no mexico romney is from the states not mexico
0: yeah, but he's from, me- his family lives in Mexico. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, because he's Mormon.
1: <laughs> I, I know he's Mormon, but I didn't know he has family in, so yes, in Mexico.
0: So, he has like a big place there in Mexico. I don't know exactly uh-huh. where, but uh-huh. that's, the, oh, that's how I found out. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And and I again, I did my Google research, which is, you know, uh-huh. five minutes of typing. <laughs> so, I did some, I'm reading and like, yeah, there's a lot of me- uh, Mormons in Mexico. Yeah. And obviously Mexicans are famous to be Catholics, yeah. right? And how did you end up being a Mormon? Is that your family or was it you?
1: No. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, I would say the, the story about that, it's my great, no, my grandfather. Yeah, from the, my mother's side. Mm. He, he, he he got baptized and he became a, a Mormon back in, I would say, 19, I don't know, I don't want to lie, but around 1960, 70, maybe. Wow. Uh, and I think that that's, I mean, that was the, the beginning of the Mormons, Mormonism on my, of my, on my family. So I would say I am like the one, two, three, four generation. Oh, okay. Mormons in my family from my mother's side. On my dad's side, he's the, my my dad is the he's the only Mormon off on his family. And actually he 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 got baptized and he be, became a Mormon because he wanted to marry my, my mom. So <laughs> <laughs> so my mom Hey, was, you want this? Yeah you gotta turn, you're gonna be Mormon. Yeah, that's what that's I mean, maybe that that could be a short story, but that's true. That's true. He it was, I mean, I think. Uh, I know he, he used to be Catholic before before that. And when he when he met my mom, uh, he started like learning about the Mormonism. And uh, he decided to got baptized, became Mormon. And after one year, yeah, they they, they got married, uh, mm. Mormon couple. You know,
0: in the Philippines, Mormonism is yeah, there are Mormons in the Philippines. There, I remember there was a a small church in my town. You know the, the house What do you call it? I'm sorry. I'm I don't know the, the church. Uh, the yeah. chapel. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call it? Like like the religion. There's a term for it. Uh
1: Mormonism. Like ladder. Like, oh no, yeah. Like, oh well, the thing is the thing is that people used to call us uh, Mormons or refer to to, uh, to our church as a Mormons. But the, the, the name of the church actually is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. There that's you go. Like that's the, it. That's the name. And you can see in the in the chapel, there's always like a big, big, big uh, plate in front of the chapels where you can see the this name, the Church of Jesus yeah, Christ yeah. of Latter-day Saints. So I couldn't remember.
0: Yeah. So I didn't want to botch it and you know be disrespectful <laughs> to you. So yeah. I pr- pr- prefer you, for you to say it. Yeah. And I remember growing up, you, I see missionaries yeah Mormon always in white, right? white shirt right yeah with the, the black thai, yeah. tie and <laughs> this might sound so racist but most of them are it's either two white bo- white man yeah or sometimes one filipino one white man oh yeah oh, dude yeah. we harass that white dude to oh, <laughs> <my>. <laughs> hey man we don't see white people in my, my oh, place I know, okay I know. <laughs> and we used to like we see that guy. You'd be like, "Yo, Joe! Yo, Joe! What's up, Joe?" <laughs> yo. we're there. But you know, he, we we saw a white person. We figured it's American. Because we're yeah. you know we're kids and we don't know yeah. and we used to call those those guys Joe. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's that person is. His name is Joe.
1: It's Joe. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I serve a mission like, uh, like yeah like like you describe. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Where a mission? I serve this mission in in my own country in Mon- Monterey, Mexico. Oh, they didn't so send you somewhere think- else? No, that's what that's what I was about to say. It's the thing is that you cannot you cannot when you're when you decide to serve a mission is you just have to go there and say, Hey, you, I want to serve. I want to go. But the thing is that you, you never know. And that's, I mean, that I would say, that's part of the beauty of being a missionary in our, in our, in our church in our religion, because you will never know where you're going to serve. <laughs> so it's always a big surprise for you to to say, Hey, I'm going to serve, but I never, never know where I, 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 and you can serve. I mean, Coming from Mexico, you can go China, you can, well, maybe not China. <laughs> I'm not sure about China, but maybe you can go, for sure, you can go Japan, you can go uh, Spain, you can go any part of the world, but you never know. In my case, I I, I, I got the I got the chance to serve in my own country, Monterey, which is the north side of, of Mexico. And it was a really, really nice experience. Like, like you said, always, all the time, the children were like, hey, hey, yo, we're calling, also, calling you, those names. You're with or, a white dude? Yeah, it's always, <laughs> I mean, it's always the same. You, you, uh, it's either you have, it, and it's because, I mean, there's a, there's a reason for that. Because the thing, usually these guys, when they start their missions, they, they don't, I mean, they don't necessarily speak the language. So when they are coming from the States to Mexico, to Philippines, to whatever different language than the English, they, they need someone who can communicate for them, who can help them to learn the language, who can help them to. Uh, I mean, at the end, the, the, the reason for, for us serving a mission is to teach the gospel, to preach uh, what our beliefs. And they, they are not even to speak the language, so how they are gonna they are gonna do their job? So that that's why that's why usually it's one of local and one when, when, uh white white dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's stay with that because one of my curiosity in life is every time I see them. Yes, I harass them, but in my back of my head, like where are you guys going? Because I never seen them go to a place. I always see them walk by, but I never seen them go to a specific place or a specific house. And obviously you guys do go to a house, right? Yeah. And how do you know where to go?
1: Like, well, and
0: why do you go to that house?
1: Yeah. Well, there are two, two options for that. The first one, it's people who it's already a member of the church. Will come and tell you, hey, you know, I have a friend, Aaron. He he might be interested, or he's. I already talked to Aaron, and he's interested to know more about our church. Mm. So I will give them your address, and maybe they will set an appointment with you, and they will go directly to your place, right? And actually, that's how works here in 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 Canada, right? They they because here in Canada it's, it's kind of different, right? Here in Canada it's not like you can go everywhere just trying to get into a house and people will open and will let you in. get you yeah. in, right? Because but that is the other option in countries like like Mexico and maybe I I, I would think and maybe in Philippines can can be the same. Uh, you, the, the other option is like you can go knocking each door and hey we are missionaries, uh, we're representing the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. This is our message. Are you interested? And either they can say no, you can go continue, guys. I'm not interested go. Oh, the other option, it's and it's it's very common, at least in Mexico, they they will let you in, right? Yeah. People that they're really it's interesting, they just want to learn. Sometimes you you can feel like it's more ah, let's let's see what this mm. uh white guy have to say, right? <laughs>
0: or, <laughs> or sometimes they're bored and as they see the yeah. white dude, they're like, you know what, let's talk to the white dude. Let's talk because the you. neighbor will say, Oh, look, they have a white dude in their house.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so so it's either those two options either yeah you go there knock the doors and let they, they will let you get in uh or and you, then how do you, do you have feel? a specific like, okay appointment. let's
0: say you go to my house right I'm Like I'm oh yeah come in come in how do you like what's the what's, what's your first line
1: <laughs> well the first line is that um we start with about what we believe, right? Okay. As, as Mormons, we we believe we believe in God. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe that we are children of God. Mm. We believe in a plan of salvation. So we start with. I mean, that's our that that's our that's our first line. And and you guys have that pamphlet, right? Like
0: do you... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Well, when I was growing up, yeah, I, I was raised Catholic, and. Uh-huh. I'm gonna die Catholic because my grandma will kill me if I change my <laughs> if I change my religion. But I'm always <laughs> been a child that's always been curious with religion. I I go to like different I I told you, I go to Mormons, I go to different religion. I don't care what religion it is, as long as you don't kill me or you don't kill nobody, I'm gonna go to your religion. I'm gonna study this. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was, I think I was in college, there was this guy, he was a big pompous guy and he's like he memorized the, the the bible like he knows it back and forth dude right the whole bible the whole you, bible you ask him something he's oh. like oh that's a uh, psalm one two three he's so good right so he eventually went, came to my town so we went and i i went i think like two times or three times that's st- i believe it i think it was the second time or the third time i came from that I, don't, I forgot to, call, like um, a conference, let's say, right? I came home. My grandma uh-huh. was there holding a big stick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are you no, doing? <laughs> there's no what you're doing. She goes, oh. she goes. are you trying to change your religion? Oh I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, okay. Not with your stick in your hand there. Eh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I was like no, I'm just trying to learn, yeah. you know? Cuz um, some of my my relatives they're, they they changed from Catholic. My grandma is like oh. ca- as they say católico huh. Uh-huh. She will be Catholic forever, you know. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's one thing like that's why I knew a little bit of the of the Mormon or other religion cuz I used to if they give out the pamphlets, I read them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, like, oh, let me read this. When I was young, it was curiosity, you know. Even now, if I see a pamphlet and somebody, like, I see it, like, I'll read it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's some inf- information there that I didn't find out. Maybe Jesus Christ is coming back. I don't know. Maybe I'll start <laughs> believing again. No, I'm <laughs> 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 but I'm just joking. Yeah. So I have so much question with Mormonism. Is it true that there's like a special belt? Special belt? Yeah. Like, um, like a special and un- underwear.
1: Um. Yes, yes, I would say yes. Uh, hmm. We, um, let's say. Uh, I wouldn't say special, like a special belt or special. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but no, I couldn't I'm, think of a better no, word. yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the right words to 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 explain that part. The thing is that. Um, uh, we have, we, we. I mean, we usually when we gather, when we gather, let's say we gather every Sunday, right? We gather mm. every Sunday, and we go to chap to a chapel. Uh, we go there, we gather there every every Sunday. Uh, well, right now not because of the of the COVID nineteen, right? But uh, usually we we gather there for for two hours every Sunday. But there's some different places that we call temples where we let's say we do different um ordinances we call them ordinances so so we go to these temples to do these let, like let's say special ordinances and to do these special ordinances we we use like special let's say special uh special clothing i would say and and the only reason for that is just, for example, if you I mean just to to bring the example for Catholics, right That is it's more common you go a Catholic priest, they use special you know special garments, special clothing, right? So it's the same. It's the same for us. It's just we use this uh, clothing, I mean to represent what we believe that mm-hmm. that's why. Wow. So you
0: still go to church regularly like every Sunday, well, except yeah. obviously with COVID?
1: Yeah, every every Sunday the 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 services here in Canada are but they they recently changed. We used to go to church for 3 hours three, hours, three every, hours every sunday yeah <laughs> only,
0: bro i love jesus too but three hours come on jesus i got things to do there's football t- i know i know <laughs> oh my god i mean i'm catholic and we do an hour and so and i that's too much for me i'm like come on jesus you know what's up bro oh,
1: i know i know three hours, Something wow. that that can be i mean if you're not i mean i've been church for two hours for all my life so now I'm used to so the thing is that the first hour you got like like let's say a general general meeting with all the people who is attending the church that that Sunday the second hour was uh, Sunday school and then after Sunday school in the second hour we have another meeting for special I mean we divide the the whole congregation in different groups for men's women young women young men and they have different classes that's why we took those those 3 hours but they, they recently changed the like the, the 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 way we we gather and now we are just 2 hours so if you two? you're oh, going to join one,
0: one of these days. what what <laughs> did, did your uh, i don't know your leader talk to jesus and say, yo jesus come on man 3 hours <laughs> do you really need 3 hours
1: <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking i know now no, but that, now that we are that we are uh, that we are where this covid situation now we are just going to church like every 2 or 3 weeks so so it's
0: um this is one thing I don't know if you want to talk about this, but i want to ask anyway I know you're happily married but I know some Mormons practice polygamy, so do all Mormons practice polygamy
1: uh no 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 actually that's not the like a practice now i mean nowadays uh mm. I know in the history of the Mormonism there is some uh uh what is what was the name uh polygamy uh, yeah, polygamy. yeah. Uh, that, that's i mean at the beginning of the church that was one of the let's say principles that uh people in that time used to use to live um but right now right now it's not it's not i mean we are not practicing polygamies anymore so okay.
0: is that like but there are people that
1: are mormons that practice polygamy uh no no actually not um i know there are some uh groups that were detached from the church uh, because okay. now make, that makes they sense they wanted to continue practicing <laughs> the polygynism. and when when I, I would say when our our leader uh, we our leader we call that we call him uh, a prophet when the, when when our prophet and back in those days said hey guys you know what it's uh, it's uh, I mean we are not and the thing is because the 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 government in the states the, the, I mean the origin for for the Mormonism is in the in the United States mm-hmm. so uh, when the government the law came into practice saying it's not allowed to practice <laughs> the polygamy in the states in this country it's not allowed I mean by law. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that was part of the reason the, the church decided. I mean we are, we have we, we believe in in follow the the rules and the the, the government laws, uh, and and that's why they decided we are not we are not practicing proligates anymore. But there there was one group that decided to continue, yeah. and they were detached from like from the. Church Of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, which is the Mormonism, so that I can tell you they are not Mormons anymore. Uh,
0: well, can you give me the address of those group because I want to join them? <laughs> I'm, <just, laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm not are... sure, I'm not sure, I don't know. I don't have... <laughs> <laughs> those guys are ballers, man. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, thank you for answering that. I know it was a sensitive topic, but I again, it's out of curiosity, I'm asking about
1: yeah and and I'm sorry if I, if I maybe i I didn't find uh, sometimes the right words or the, the details, but if if anyone is interested, you can go there lds.org, and you will find there all details or to resolve questions or whatever.
0: Mm, I'll check it out for sure for sure. Um, we're getting close there, but I have a couple of questions that I would like to ask you more.
1: Is that okay? Okay? Sure, sure. Do you miss Mexico? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I miss it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the family, the family is there. Uh, I mean my my parents, my my siblings, uh, cousins, uncles aunts, grandmas, all the family is there. Actually, we we're we are here in uh, Montreal all all alone. I mean, family, family-wide, so uh, definitely we, we miss we miss our family. But I think, and and I think that, and I, you know, this is what always my uh, my my dad told me when I when I talked to him, and uh, we started like getting melancholic about being here and uh, not uh, close to the family for the moment. But he always he always uh, what he tells me is, I mean, you're doing the best that you can for your family, right? Which is my wife, my my children, and that's enough. I mean. I mean, we miss you when, and I miss them. But I think that that's the reason why we we decided to come here because we want the best for, for our children. And that's what we are doing. So even though we we miss them a lot, all our family we have we have a big family. So <laughs> I, I, I tell you, I have a lot of cousins that I miss oh. them. I have a lot <laughs> of
0: Mexicans, man. They're like Filipinos man. they're like making babies. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, we have a lot of people now we have the, the children of our, our cousins. So, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, there's a big family down there, but, uh, Yeah, we
0: hope we can visit very, very soon. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope so for you guys, too, because I know. By the way, I just want to touch back. I love that when you say family, that you had to specifically say my my wife and my kids. Because usually immigrants, when we say family, it means the uncles and the grandmas, (laughs) like everybody, you know?
1: Yeah, but the thing is that I'm getting that from my dad. Right. And I think it's the, his way to make me feel like, uh, uh, you're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. right? This is your family. Even though we have big family here missing you and waiting for you at the end, you have to, to take care and uh, do what is best for, for your family, which at the end it's revive your children, right? You got to do what you got to do as a man. Right. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct.
0: So can I assume that you love living in Canada?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. When I, 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 I receive, I wouldn't say a lot of calls, but some calls from from people, from friends back in Mexico, you know, asking me, "Hey, well, How do you go there? Why did you do? How? How can I go there?" And and I always try to let them know that uh, I mean, this is this is a beautiful country, right? I'm really, we're really, really happy being here. Uh, obviously like everywhere else in the world there are things that are not like like uh perfect right this is not a perfect country this is not a perfect world at all but definitely you can feel like saved you can feel welcome you can find friends you can find life you can find yeah. uh good food you can uh, <laughs> i mean you can enjoy you can really yeah. enjoy the life here
0: i, I love like that's one main thing that i've been Every time I talk to one of my guests and like I ask him about you know about Canada everybody they love it here yeah especially where we came from you know with the violence with the poverty and all this you know it's just it's beautiful here man
1: yeah you <laughs> like, cannot complain at all right <laughs> yeah you
0: know it's it's not perfect like you said but goddamn it's close enough yeah definitely you know so if you do love canada how about this if you are set for life monetarily like you you're good right would you move back to mexico or would you still stay here in canada
1: no definitely i would stay in canada maybe 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 i would move to different province maybe just maybe Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I love, I love Canada. I would, I would stay here. I would stay. The other day, I was, I was talking with my wife, and uh, you know, the company that I work for, uh, they have another like big, big office in Paris. Mm. Uh, She was telling me, "Hey, what did you? I mean, that that's something that you may consider maybe in the future, (laughs) just to move to different content." We were talking about Paris, right? Mm. And I was telling her like. What else I mean what what else you can you can find in the different country that you that you don't have here mm. right I, I've never been in Paris so I I, I cannot say anything about uh, France or specifically Paris but really really for for myself there's nothing that I I would say I would change this or I miss this or I would be looking for something different in a better country mm. like really? In am better country, I would say maybe Switzerland or I don't know which <laughs> what can be better, right? You can you can see you you can always see those uh rankings in the internet. Yeah, like ah oh, Canada and number one, the number one, number one everywhere. Mm. So um I mean I, I have not traveled like the whole world. I I don't know many, many cities in the in the world, but the, the ones that I know, some in uh, Europe or Asia or i mean you cannot you cannot compare right you i mean you cannot look for something better than we have here oh. so i'm i'm really very very happy i
0: love to hear that i really yeah. do it makes me happy when i hear like people that live here that says the same thing that i say that canada is awesome man yeah <laughs> i'm so grateful yeah. praise god that <laughs> he allowed me to come here with my Definitely. family definitely you know definitely it's it's a true blessing being here yeah yeah thank that's right that's right all right let's close with this one what is the thing that you're proudest of so far and why Uh,
1: proudest and why um yeah maybe i would say uh the proudest that i am it's for the family that i have and again when i say my family i would say my my wife my children um uh the 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 the, i mean the people that we have uh educate that we have instructed i i believe and i mean that's that's why i am proud right i believe my my children they are good children they're obedient they are I believe they are nice people. Uh, they are good with their friends. They are, uh, good with, uh, people around. Uh, and I think that that's, I would say my, my main mission in life, just to have them a good life, provide them, provide to them what they need and make them understand that, uh, I mean, this is this is why they are they are here, right, to, to be families, to to find their, their partner, to have children, to make them better, mm. to provide for them. And uh, I would say that that's I mean, that's what I that's what I that's what I'm proud of. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. Thank you for that beautiful message that you gave. Uh, so before we close out, do you have anything that would you like to add or any th- message would you like to partake with us?
1: Uh, no, maybe just considering that this is a immigration podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the only, the only advice that I would, uh, that I would, uh, give here is if you're, if you're thinking in moving into to Montreal or to Quebec, uh, I would say, yes, it's a good, good idea to start learning the language. Uh, for me that, that, I mean, I'm learning that, uh, I mean, the hard way. Uh, I have to take uh, French lessons uh, Monday to Wednesday. Like a lot of time I have spent a lot of money trying to get the language. So if, I mean, if, if moving to Canada and particular to Quebec, it's, it's an option for, for people learning the language is the best thing you can do, Mm. right? Because it is hard. It's not easy to, to learn a new language, to, to, to try to, find a job to find friends to find people mm. uh, at least here in this in this province uh just just speaking english so it's a good idea to to learn the language
0: mm.
1: i mean it's not impossible it's not impossible right we have jobs uh, uh so we, I, we are not uh, the best in french but uh it's it's a good idea just to to compare with uh at least having a little a little bit of, of french right of course <laughs> of course Wise
0: words from a wise man. Thank you so much, Coach Carlos, for doing this. I really
1: do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And it was uh, it was a pleasure being here. And uh, thank you again.
0: You're welcome. And thank you, Coach Carlos. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again, Coach Carlos, for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Aaron Delyosa for An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.